And now a word from our sponsor, Grant Writing and Funding. Did you know that as a podcast listener of the Grant Writing and Funding podcast show, that you get 10% automatically off of all of Holly's courses? That's right, you heard it here first. So if you are looking to increase your grant writing skills, or maybe even earn a certificate in grant writing, or maybe you're looking to increase your nonprofit strategic planning skills and get that mission and vision statement done, map out your year, and more. Or you might be interested in becoming a freelance grant writer and getting your business set up. Whatever your needs may be in the grant writing and funding field, you can definitely get skills at grantwritingandfunding.com to grow capacity, increase funding, and to advance mission. Just jump over to grantwritingandfunding.com and click on courses. Any course or courses you may be interested in, upon checkout, just put in the coupon code PODCAST. That automatically gets you, as a podcast listener, 10% off of all of Holly's courses. Once again, go over to grantwritingandfunding.com, click on courses, and then upon checkout, just put in your coupon code PODCAST. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T, PODCAST. And while you're there, check out all the other free resources that we have at grantwritingandfunding.com. Thank you for being a valued listener of the Grant Writing and Funding podcast and being a change maker. Enjoy. Welcome to the Grant Writing and Funding Podcast, where it's all about, you guessed it, grant writing and funding made easy so you can increase capacity, grow funding, and advance your nonprofit or freelance mission. Now, let's hand it over to your host, grants expert and author Holly Rustic, so you can increase your funding and drive impact. Hello, hello, hello. It's Holly Rustic with the Grant Writing and Funding Podcast. Welcome to the show and thank you for sharing your time with me this week. All right, we have another special guest on uh, for our last week in April as we're producing this right now. Um, And this is Mr. Matt Hug. Now, Matt is awesome. You guys are going to love him and the resources that he shares. Um, He was actually on episode uh, 97, so way back in the day. And now he is back again and he's showing us uh, the evolution of nonprofit.courses. It's an amazing free site that offers podcasts, mini courses, training, webinars, blogs, like you name it. There's over 3,000 courses, many of them free. And I love how he even uses time sequences. So let's say if you're taking a lunch break and you have 20 minutes and you want to do a quick 20 minute training, you could just drop down and see, okay, 20 minutes and then it'll show you all of the courses. Very, very cool. Kind of reminds me of my Peloton app. If I want to do a workout, if any of you guys don't use Peloton, oh my gosh, I love it. Um, So I can just drop down and I don't have like all the, you know, the Peloton bike or the Peloton treadmill, all of those like specific things, but they do offer an app, which is cool. So if I want to do a a quick run outside or something, I can, and I only have 20 minutes or if I have 45 minutes, I can drop down on the time and then find all the ones that are available. (laughs) So it's so convenient. And I'm not an affiliate for Peloton, but there you go. (laughs) 
So before we start off with the podcast today, where you're going to find all of these great resources, um, I'm just going to once again send a reminder, you guys, um, we are coming up to the end of the month. So if you have not left a review yet on iTunes for the podcast, please do. And then just send me a snapshot. You can go ahead and email it to me and you will be entered in to win a free book. Yes, free book of the month. That is the Beginner's Guide to a Grant Writing, uh, written by yours truly. And it's also been number one in 14 categories on on Amazon. So if you would like a copy of that, or if you already have a copy, but you still want to leave a review, go ahead and uh, send the review over, sign up, because you could also, if you win that copy, you can share it, right? Sharing is caring. You can share it with a nonprofit or with your public library, so other people in your area have access to it as well. All right, guys. So um, here we're going to get into our podcast today. But before we do, I just want to go ahead and introduce Matt. So Matt is the president and founder of Nonprofit.Courses, an on-demand online educational resource for nonprofit leaders, staff, board members, and volunteers. He's the author of The Guide to Nonprofit Consulting, which is a book as well, and teaches nonprofit management at several universities via the web and in person in the United States, Africa, Asia, and Europe. Matt's past work includes fundraising for universities and nonprofits. He has a BS from Juanita College and an MA in Philanthropy and Development from St. Mary's University of Minnesota. All right, guys, so for all of the show notes today, jump over to grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 168. Um, there you can find all of the information. And if you want to leave a podcast review, jump over to grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash podcast dash review. I'll also have the link on the landing page for the show notes today, which is once again, grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 168. I hope you enjoy this show. Welcome to the show, Matt. Well, thank you, Holly. It's really great to be here. I really enjoy talking to you. And um, thanks for having me. Absolutely. I know we were in the green room before this for quite a while, chatting away and looking at different things. And I'm just so excited because we had you back on the show um, a while ago. It's been over a year now. Mm -hmm. And just to see what's changed in nonprofit.courses, which is your business. Um, and it really is a great service for the nonprofit industry. So I was like, wow, there's so much that has changed in such a good way, but has kept the consistency as well. So oh, yeah. just I applaud you for that. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's uh, really the the site has really grown, and I'm uh, I'm grateful for all the people who contribute, yourself included. Uh, some really super content. Uh, we're up to uh, almost four thousand three thirty nine something hundred courses now. Uh, or and of course, I'll tell you is you know the definition is pretty wide. It's less than five minutes to over five hours, mm -hmm. but uh, it's a lot of mostly video content, a lot more podcasts uh, that are specific to nonprofits, uh, more than a hundred, what, 30 some people who are, uh, uh, have content in the site and growing. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, it's really uh, becoming a nice one-stop shop for anybody who needs to learn about nonprofit uh, skills. Yeah, I love it. And I like that you said, you know, you mentioned anywhere from five minutes to five hours, but you actually have a drop down on the menu that 
you can mm. select too. So like, say if I have a lunch break and I know I have, you know, 30 minutes left and I'm like, I just want to get a 30 minute course in right now. Like I want to learn something specifically because this afternoon I've got to do you know, a strategy <laughs> planning thing and I need something fast. So I can go there and I can find, I don't have to sift through a lot because it's in the drop down menu, which I thought was a really smart thing to do. Yeah. Well, thank you. Actually, it's funny you say that because that really is one of the most popular features. Is <laughs> uh, and and the time specifically because uh, you can drop down and pick you know specific times, and then in that same drop down is podcasts and also documents. Uh, so uh, if you want to uh, go, you know, find a podcast that you like, uh, you can do that too. The podcasts are listed by show, not by individual episodes, uh, mm -hmm. usually. Uh, but the um, uh, yeah, it's it's all there, like you say, to grab that information. What I really find that the 20 minute mark is a real sweet spot for just the reason you said. Mm -hmm. People listen to it when they're at lunch, when they're going to or from work, when they're, um, you know, somebody told me that they set up their iPad in front of them when they're doing the dishes at night. Oh yeah, <laughs> yep. I, I listen to my phone a lot when I do dishes and cook. So yeah, sure. and, and that's kind of the idea, you know, and I'm happy to have it. I think that's really a great way to use it. Yeah. Um, you know, it's another great place <laughs> for podcast listening, especially for me when I, when I, I don't, and I don't wear a lot of makeup, but when I'm doing my makeup and my hair, <laughs> it's like, what else do you have to <laughs> do in the bathroom in a way you wouldn't expect? <laughs> but yeah. So exactly. It's yeah. It's, it's those routine times that you can kind of fit it. I like to call it interstitial time that time you have between other things that yeah. you can wedge in something that's kind of productive so yeah and we're humans and we love to learn and we get bored so easily like some people would rather face pain than boredom <laughs> it's such yeah, a thing exactly. right so well, uh, the, yeah. the other thing I've, I've developed on the site are tracks so mm -hmm. uh, there's a, a section actually uh, the the main page now is a set of columns and one of the columns, I think, uh, oh, no, it's below all the columns. I couldn't get it to work out as a column. But below the columns are tracks so that you can binge watch a series of videos all around one particular topic. And they're kind of grouped together. They're very short videos, but they're um, tight around something. Kind of like a playlist. Uh, this like a this one, mm -hmm. I'm sorry? Kind of like a YouTube playlist or something? Like yeah, kind of like yeah. a YouTube playlist, exactly. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, this uh, one fellow, for example, um, uh, Martin um, uh, Lifefield, <laughs> think of Martin's last name, really nice guy uh, from Missouri, uh, was a, uh, the, the uh, vice president for advancement at one of the University of Missouri campuses. But he has a series on how to get things done and how to kind of survive in a, uh, a big environment like that. It's really cool. Oh, um, things like that where like I said, you kind of group stuff together. There's stuff there are major gifts. There's uh, all sorts of other topics, plan giving. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. And I, so nonprofit courses. So once again, it's, it's a website, but it's more than that. It's a hub for, for resources. And like you said, there's, there's live events that are scheduled. So if you want to look at live yeah. events that are coming up on different topics to do with nonprofits, um, there's also podcasts about nonprofits and things related. We're actually on there, the grant writing and funding uh, show. Um, and yeah, there's yeah. Uh, different course experts. There's different courses. There's a whole bunch of free courses. Um, there's also mm -hmm. some big courses on there. So there's a lot of information. It's kind of a go-to hub. 
um, that you can access for free on the website and then you can go oh, ahead. Yeah. yeah, so it's not like- Well, I kind of have this, I have this philosophy that you know information wants to be free. Yeah. And, and, and in, in terms of not, yeah, you know, monetarily sure, but I, what I also mean is access that right. people really, it, it wants to, and people want to get access to it. So I haven't restricted the site. It's not like a lockdown membership thing or anything like that. Now, I, I highly encourage people to, uh, to sign up to get the, um, the weekly, uh, well, every Monday now, uh, we're putting out a, uh, a what's coming up in the next two weeks for live events. Mm -hmm. And then every Thursday, we uh, feature a content expert or we talk about uh, some particular subject uh, that uh, has a set of courses around it. And um, yeah, I, I want people to be able to get to this stuff. And yeah. that really comes from, I mean, I, I, I teach um, grant proposal writing and fundraising and uh, actually picked up a new class on um, nonprofit leadership at Thomas Edison State University in New Jersey. Uh, which, by the way, uh, if you're looking for a, a graduate degree in uh, public uh, management, you know, check it out. <laughs> it's all online. It's yeah. New Jersey's continuing ed state university. Mm -hmm. uh, but um, I want people to do things like that. I want yeah. them to go get graduate degrees. I want them to go uh, go to, you know, CASE or AFP or AHP conferences or whatever, um, because I think that's really important to be able to network with peers and to get more education, but you know, honestly, you're, th that's only part of the education game. It should be lifelong learning. Yeah. And what I'm looking to do is fill that gap in that lifelong learning cycle. Yeah, and I, and I really think nonprofit.courses, it does that because, you know, like you said, there's all this variety of ways to access the information as well. It's, there's just general access where you don't have to pay for membership but then there's different ways of receiving it. If it's visual, if it's auditory, if it's, you know, so there's different ways to do that. So I think you've, you've accomplished that very well. Um, <laughs> and then also, you know, just to go over your background a little bit, I know you mentioned you're a professor um, and you've also published some books. So like, well, cause I'm an author. So I always like to like geek out on other authors. <laughs> so can you kind of share your books with us a bit too? I I have kind of like two and a half books out, I'll, I'll say. Um, <laughs> I, uh, the uh, uh, two I, uh, are my own. Uh, one is a, uh, it, it's a very, uh, well, I use it for teaching. It's, it, it's I got, I don't want to say bored one summer, but I decided that I needed some, uh, some character profiles against which to put fundraising and philanthropy questions, because those were the courses I was teaching at the time uh, for my classes. So I made up this really um, weird, um, kind of uh, very offensive in some respects family, uh, <laughs> kind of characterizing a lot of the people that we run into when we're out there finding money for our nonprofits, right? You know, you're not always gonna find people who are enlightened and happy and, and doing things that uh, always agree with you 100%. Mm -hmm. And those are reflected in there. And, uh, and also some, you know, some Easter eggs in it, things that are just kind of fun for folks. And I have some uh, good fun with the names and all. But then uh, put really meaningful questions that if you read the scenario and then you start reflecting on them back about what they're talking about for uh, fundraising and grant proposal writing and other things that way. So that's one book. Uh, that's the Philanders, uh, the Philly Landers. That, that was kind of the, the part of that. 
the other one is uh, a book that apparently a lot of folks have, and I'm really glad you're getting a lot out of, it's uh, the guide to uh, nonprofit consulting. Mm -hmm. I just had somebody uh, uh, who happened to be a former student of mine, but is now getting into her own accounting consulting business, uh, who uh, really just uh, loves it. I mean, I've had a lot of people give me some really positive reviews. It's about 150 or so kind of checklist questions. Oh, nice. Where you go down and, and you're able to go through, and that's why I recommend anybody get it actually in paperback, not in, I mean, I, I love my Kindle. I don't yeah. know this book works so well on that, right? Um, even though it's accessible that way. But you you take the book and you go through it and you say, okay, done, 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 and work your way through the 200 some pages of this and yeah. have a really meaningful uh, uh, you know, start to your consulting business. Nice. Oh, I love that. That's, that yeah. goes in line. I'm actually working on a book um, for freelance grant writing. So how to become a mm. So yeah, so I'll have to check out your book too and get some ideas. So that sounds really great because yeah, it's a lot of people also think, okay, not just grant writing, but also maybe doing some other things with um, nonprofits for consulting, but it is, there's not a lot out there, right? So there's a lot about like, here's how to like, you know, start a business, right? There's a lot of yeah. that, but looking at, you know, okay, well, cause I have a course on it as well, right? And saying, yeah, but identifying your niche nonprofit client is very different than just identifying a niche client in general that you might hear from another course or book just on how to start a business, right? Or consultancy. So it's very exactly. like, very specific. So I think that's really cool that you provide that because it's needed. Absolutely. And nonprofit. Well, and so much of that is, uh, I really spent a lot of time on marketing. Yeah. And because, you know, and, uh, that, that there's when you're having a business or even a nonprofit for that matter, it's, you know, you can have the best thing in the world. Uh, I had a boss, <laughs> my boss at, at Cincinnati, uh, when I worked there at the university, I had been at, uh, I think, Texas Christian or some school in Texas before he came to Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to offend somebody by saying this, but here we go. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> He said, the things we do here in Cincinnati are 10 times better than what we used to do in Texas, but they shout about it 10 times louder than we do. <laughs> and, and he said they were very successful. They were really good at that in Texas, in, in where he was before, in that marketing. And it, not to suggest that marketing does anything that, um, you know, that they weren't doing good things where he was in right. Texas. I'm sure they were but he could see that we weren't talking about our good things nearly as yeah. much or as well. Right. And, yeah. and it makes yeah. a huge difference in how people do business with you, whether you're recruiting students, whether you're fundraising, whether you're, you know, running a consultancy. No, absolutely. I know um, Grant Cardone, he's a big one on that too. Like if nobody hears about you, then you know what I mean? Like you're not going to get found. And even if you're the best, do the best quality work, like nobody knows you exist. So there's a lot of that, um, you know, to say, you know, you do have to get out there and market and to know how to market well. And that's really important. Yeah. So I'm glad you, you bring a lot to that because those are things that people really need to know. And, and sometimes that can be hard, especially as a consultant there, you know, just a solopreneur, um, and, you know, not really want to brag about themselves. They'd be like, oh, I'm just bragging about myself. But there's like yeah. a way to do it that is actually marketing. And, you know, it can be fun and it can really bring a lot of eyes to you. And you need that, right? <laughs> well, 
that that really so I said two and a half books because the half a book or that's it's not quite half a book, but I uh, um, uh, I was asked to write two chapters on marketing for a book on healthcare management. Ah, okay. Mm -hmm. And um, and we talk about these very same things is mm -hmm. uh, that you know looking at marketing isn't just your uh, your brand you know the logo and the colors and all that. It's how does your waiting room look. Yeah. it's you know what are people saying about you you know what, what does the staff think about the place they work because they're going home and talking to their neighbor and they're complaining or not or telling you know all the great things or not that you're doing mm -hmm. and that's all marketing uh, and that's um, just as important you know what you what shirt you show up in yeah. is marketing and I'm not saying you have to show up in a certain kind but it it all adds to your brand right. and, and that's um uh, and a lot of folks forget that. And then especially when you start, start talking about competitor analysis, they get kind of, you know, well, you know, is it okay? Yeah, it's okay. You need to know who else is out there. Doesn't mean you have to, you know, hold up your fist and shake it at them. <laughs> right? <laughs> or do everything they're doing just because they're doing it, right? So Yeah, you can be friends with them, but, you know, <laughs> but you need to know what they're doing or have a sense of that so you know where you sit in relation to them and all the other folks who are doing the same thing. Wow, that's great. I love that. Yeah, it's so important. Um, and then so you also write a lot of blogs on the nonprofit doc courses, and you've done a lot of guest blogging as well. Um, can you kind of speak to that a little bit? Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I have to say that, you know, the, the blogging is twofold. First of all, I, I really try to write about things that I, I know about. Mm -hmm. And, um, and it's, uh, it's, uh, maybe threefold now, I think it's kind of therapy too, right? <laughs> yeah, awesome. I actually, I wrote it. So I was asked by uh, our friends at Bloomerang uh, for something different. And I wrote a blog about uh, why I don't uh, think that college degrees are required, should be a requirement for fundraising. Mm -hmm. uh, how they kind of exclude a lot of people and how uh, nobody ever asked me for my diploma when I asked them for money, <laughs> you know? Uh, I mean, so, so I, I like to get into some things, you know, a little, and honestly, that got a lot of feedback on both sides of that fence, which I'm welcome to. But then really, um, so uh, I, I try to direct people to things that are um, uh, kind of help them organize, uh, I organize thoughts to point to certain content in the site. Uh -huh. So it's, it's important, like if I'm going to write about boards, I talk about things that then they can go and follow the links and pick up stuff about board management, for example, you know, in the site. Uh, but then also, um, uh, it's good search engine optimization, too, which uh, these days we all have to keep our eyes on, right? Especially the guest blogs at other places and people... Uh, you know, the, those little bots follow their way into my site, which makes uh, more people know about nonprofit.courses, which, you know, is great. And that, but I, I want to do it so that they're, you know, you write a blog two ways. You write it good, meaningful information for the humans and great keywords for the, for the bots. <laughs> <laughs> so true. I'm like, did I ever keep my head title or my, you know, like my heading, at least some words for my heading in my first paragraph or whatever. It's like these interesting kind of things that we need to think about, right? Um, as technology becomes more and more just apparent in everything that we do. Um, oh, 
you know. I have learned so much in the last three or four years now doing this uh, about um, websites and search engine optimization and different technologies to use uh, on the sites. Uh, And it's really, uh, it's, and you know, the other thing I've I've also learned about is how, um, uh, I, I mean, I've had, I've had a content expert pass away um, I, I, not, this is well, actually pre-COVID. Um, I don't know if anybody knew the auctioneer, Kathy Kingston, she passed away, um, when she was on a business trip in Florida, I, I went to update some of her content and it's like, wait a minute, this isn't where it was. And I found out that she had passed away, you know, a month before that, uh, a couple of months before uh, we all went into lockdown. Um, and then I've had folks, I spoke to, uh, somebody who, uh, has had um, her own other health issues. And now she's getting back into consulting and and all this. It's really uh, it, it's it's been really neat to connect with the people. I will tell you, to a person, all the folks on um, uh, that you see on my content expert list, they're real folk, real people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they're out there. They they really are pitching hard for the nonprofit sector, and uh, and I'm pleased to be able to say that. I love uh, that. Oh. And there is one part of the, okay, so I need to tell you and everybody who's listening to this about uh, one particular part of the site they need to see. Okay. Uh, and that is the nonprofit humor link. Oh, okay. So now could use some humor in nonprofit world. So I love it. <laughs> it actually is really cool. Uh, the um, I, I've managed to gather, gosh, probably about 25 different videos, a variety of length. Um, things that just kind of make fun of the nonprofit sector in a really, you know, good humored way yeah. uh, that we recognize or not that some of these are, um, and it's probably the one place where I have um, some bigger, uh, uh, you know, like, I don't know if you ever saw the, the 39 cent uh, SNL um, uh, video. No. Uh, mm-hmm. You'll you'll find it there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Check it out. I'm a big SNL fan, so yeah. Yeah. Um, there's, uh, there's also uh, a group, uh, called, um, oh gosh, it's a student, uh, it's a Norwegian student organization mm-hmm. that put together a really great series, flipping the script on, uh, foreign aid, uh, mm-hmm. where it talks about, uh, uh Africa for Norway oh. <laughs> and, and bringing the Norwegians, uh, space heaters for their homes. <laughs> well, that sounds great. And it, it, it's really well done uh, work, and um, and uh, and I've I've have had a number of African students in my classes who love it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it sounds fun. I like that. But uh, yeah, check out check check out those. Uh, it's a it's a lot of uh, uh, good stuff. So if anybody needs a break and just wants to get a chuckle, that's, that's I love that because it's a part of your personality and that website. Then like things you've curated to really showcase your humor, your sense of humor as well. So that's fun. So I can't. Yeah, it that. doesn't quite get that weird, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kept it G-rated. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, no, no, there's nothing. <laughs> Oh, but the, yeah, I mean, it's a great, it's a great site. And just looking at, you know, going back to, I think I actually like that topic of your blog you're talking about, as far as the one where you said not everybody needs a college education or degree to become a fundraiser. And you are a college professor. And it's funny, because even my mother, she's a college professor, she has a PhD, um, all of this, right. 
Um, and she has the same kind of philosophy, not just on fundraising, but just on many different subjects in life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know, this whole overpriced, you know, kind of a lot of the, the college education has become a, a business industry, right? Well, so. it, it has in, in a lot of ways. And, and, you know, for better or for worse, I mean, there's, uh, and I'm not going to ding the the proprietary school. I think they, they have a good niche for what they, they do. And, and a lot of people get a lot of good education. It, it, the truth really is for any level of education from Ivy League to um, you know proprietary schools is what you put into it. It's yeah. 90% of this. But, um, but no, I, I, I really do feel that uh, we exclude people unnecessarily uh, because we have this some archaic view that yeah, you know, back back when the folks that that fundraisers were seeing were the people who had, you know, Ivy League, co- or well, not just Ivy League degrees, but when college degrees were something very different than they are today. Right. Okay. It, it may, may have made some sense, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, it's I just don't think it does anymore. I think uh, we exclude a lot of people, and then it gets back to equity issues, yeah. right? Because mm-hmm. uh, you're not. Think of those those kids who don't grow up in the best uh, best public schools, who then don't go on to college, and now we've excluded them from this uh, really a profession that uh, that has a lot of opportunity for them. That you know for what? Mm-hmm. Not sure what because the nonprofits who uh, who need their help really could benefit from not having that standard. Well, any nonprofit, but right. you know, yeah, yeah. No, even in grant writing, you know. Um, you know, it's learning the, the technical skills behind it, right? Mm-hmm. I always say, you know, because people sometimes they stress, stress out about, I have to have a certain type of certificate or certification before I go write grants. And I say, oh, no, just write grants. <laughs> you know, write grants. <laughs> Nothing speaks you know, louder write. than yeah. Well, I mean, really, in, in grant writing and fundraising generally, nothing speaks louder than found money. Yeah, exactly. You, it doesn't matter what certificates or whatever you have behind your name. If you are being successful in finding money, and that has a lot to do with you and I know, right, it, about build, being able to build relationships. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not just, you know, the funder, if you go to the nonprofit.courses I've interviewed, um, uh, if you find the uh, Laurie uh, Hartman interview uh, where she's an executive director of a foundation, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And she will say, you know, I'm not an ATM. (laughs) You you don't just write out this thing and send it to me and I send you money. I need to have a relationship with you so I know where the money is going and being spent well. Mm -hmm. And you're not, you know, yeah, you can get that. You get some of that at college. You really don't get that at college. Right. Especially these days. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a different thing. So I I do, I agree with that. Um, The equity thing as well, right? Like a lot of us as colleges have become more expensive as well. You know, it's just, it's been the thing that is, I think inflation has been the highest on any industry. It's been education. So it's interesting to say, wow, like looking at just the bachelor's degree nowadays, like if you just looked Mm. on average, I think it's probably around fifty or sixty thousand dollars just for a bachelor's degree. So you know, looking and saying sometimes per year. Yeah, and sometimes no per joke. Year. Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, and to say, okay, um, 
will, will, how long will it take, you know, to offset that? I know, I know professors who are still paying off their student loans, you know what I mean? Like it's just, it takes a long time to pay them off, right? So looking at that too, like, do you need a student loan then, you know, should you get student loans, et cetera? Like that's a whole nother can of worms. I'm sure we could go into another podcast on that. (laughs) But looking at it to say, you know, also sometimes just needing, um, you know, that's why the online course, I think, the courses in general have just blown up, right? Recently, there's been so many people going and taking a mini course or a comprehensive course instead of paying for a full, you know, um, semester, right? Um, yeah. For a certain course and taking all that time away from them. They're like, oh, I can get this done on my own time. I can do it quicker and it's not as expensive and I can still, you know, learn what I need to learn to either up level in my job or to have a new career. So, um, you know, well, can you kind especially- of- so okay. oh, oh, no, I was just going to ask you about like that as well, because it's not, you know, it could be the nonprofit dot courses, you could just like learn something in five minutes or spend an hour, mm-hmm. five hours learning something and really building out um, your your skill level in a, in a certain area that's fundraising philanthropy or whatnot. Um, but then you might just come there because you want to up level in your current position that you have, right? So you want to build yeah. up so there's different ways you can kind of utilize. Well, it, and it's interesting because I, I uh, so for the folks who are out there, uh, I volunteer with a group called uh, Great Careers. If you go to greatcareersphl.org, uh, that's that's the other website I will promote. <laughs> that's my own. <laughs> but uh, no, it's a um, it's it's a, a group for people who are in job transition, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I help uh, head up the um, what we call the nonprofit career network chapter group of that, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it, we talk a lot about people, you know, transitioning uh, in jobs, obviously, and coming from the business sector, coming in, or if they've lost a nonprofit job or whatever, mm-hmm. and being able to go to my site and others mm-hmm. to really learn what they need to know to, to make that transition. I get a lot of folks who are career changers on the site mm-hmm. or who are uh, looking to um, uh, not fully change careers, but you know adjust one way or another. They're an annual fund. They want to get in the major gifts. Um, they, uh, they want to focus on a particular kind of HR. And you know, I should say, I mean, it's, we talk, I come from a fundraising background, right? So that's where my language is. But uh, nonprofit.courses, you know, I, I have a lot of accounting courses on there, a lot of HR, a lot of organizational management. Uh, I mean, it, it's a broad range of things. And so if you are moving up, right, you want to know, well, I might get a supervisor position. Let's take a look at these HR courses. Yeah. Let's learn more about diversity. Let's find out about accounting. Mm-hmm. You know, and those are there to grab. Uh, in addition to the... Um, you know, my boss needs a plan giving plan by next Thursday for the board. Uh, there's an AFP conference on plan giving, you know, three months from now. I can't go to that <laughs> in three days. Yeah. Go to the website, find, find out about, you know, that kind of stuff, you know, quick. No, I love that. And I like that there's that flexibility as far as what they, how they can utilize the site. And how it can just really serve people, you know, whether or not they're looking to trans. A lot of people are in transition these days, right? Yeah. So looking at, you know, 
okay, retirement might not look the same as I thought it was 10 years ago, but now it might look a little different. And, you know, I do want to keep contributing in certain ways, um, you know. Well, I'm even, so a, a blog post that is in process right now, I'll give folks a bit of a preview on it, <laughs> is um, uh, why you should, and again, back to kind of fundraising, but why you should learn fundraising if you're not a fundraiser. Mm -hmm. And just to make yourself more valuable to yeah. your employer, right? Because uh, the the you know the two things that really help with value to your employer is being close to revenue or close to clients. Mm -hmm. And if you are close, and obviously for fundraising, it's revenue, right? Mm -hmm. That if you can not and not saying you know go out and ask for money, but being able to support that ask. Right. Uh, going and and offering, you know, can I write something that's going to be helpful? Or when the fundraiser calls up and says, hey, can you give a tour? Say yes, you know, and when and how and all that. Or uh, just making yourself available to support those efforts and understanding the context of those efforts is really important yeah. so that people see you as somebody who's a go-to person. I think there's a lot of job security in that for anybody in a nonprofit not just the fundraising staff. Oh, absolutely. And I love that you pointed that out because um, that's what I always recommend with grant writing too, right? If you have that on your resume, man, you can move oh, around, yeah. right? So, and the same thing with fundraising. So even if you're not actively doing it, but you understand the arena, how much better can you serve and just, and even be available for a fundraiser then, okay? You know that they're doing you know, a fundraising event, I'm available, you need any support, yeah. and understand what it takes. So, yeah. Well, when I when I was uh, when I was live teaching, uh, all my stuff's online now. But when I was live teaching uh, fundraising at a different university that I do now, I taught at Penn and Eastern for a while. But um, I would uh, do a section of the course on plan giving, mm -hmm. and I never I told you know I'm not here to make you a plan giving expert. Mm -hmm. But when somebody comes into the room or you're in a meeting and they say and they start talking about these things, you need to be able to respond intelligently. When they say the word bequest, you need to understand that, oh yeah, there are a few different kinds of those. Or, you know, not like totally get phased out when they talk about charitable gift annuities or, you know, any other, you know, throw out, you know, cruts and crats and all that kind of yeah. stuff, right? Well, uh, and it's the same thing, you know. Check out. <laughs> oh, I know, really. <laughs> I understand what that terminology, right? Breaking down that jargon. So I like that. Mm. Really good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, uh, and, and it's the same thing with just being able to move ahead in your career when you're picking out different uh, courses or different videos or podcasts to listen to. Uh, just so you can walk in and seem reasonably intelligent in the room and participate in that discussion makes a huge, huge bit of difference. Oh, it does. It does. You're right. And especially like if you're on a board of directors even, right? So just to know oh. what, what's going on and what the, the treasurer is talking about. <laughs> growing well, up. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Because I mean, boards are huge. I mean, the fact that how, how well or not people are trained, how, um, uh, or I really should say educated because, you know, it's not like they're doing the same thing over and over again, which is part of the issue, right? Mm -hmm. uh, they need to be flexible in seeing these things and, and not just knowing what their responsibilities are, but understanding like when you're reading a balance sheet, uh, you don't, if you don't have a degree in accounting, doesn't mean you can't understand this. Right. Uh, 
and being able to grab that quickly. That's important. That's part of your responsibility as a board member. Right. And so I would hope that staff would point board members to certain content on the on the site or even make their own little, you know, go through and say, hey, my board training is going to include all these kind of videos from nonprofit.courses. Uh, I'll tell you, that was kind of the origin of what this is. Mm -hmm. Because when I was teaching classes, I, I was really cognizant of the fact that I wanted my students to hear other voices. Mm -hmm. And so I would bring in, I, I made up YouTube playlists and I said, okay, so here's a playlist on, uh, on grant writing. Here's a playlist on uh, you know, annual fund direct mail, right? Whatever it was. And, uh, and I found my students were getting a lot more out of those playlists than they were out of assigned readings. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it kind of made me think, oh yeah, you know, something going on here. Uh, so um, that's how this kind of part of how this thing got started was just um, bringing together this information. And honestly, it kind of also, um, uh, plays into my natural inclination of having things in order. <laughs> well, also an inclusiveness, you know, I do like that you're, it's just, you know, you have some blogs there, you have some of your own things, but moreover, there's thousands of courses, those aren't all yours, you're pulling in, oh, yeah. pulling in you know, this, this community, right, uh, so it's, it's a really cool thing. Um, so yeah, I was very clear up front, this is not the Matt show on this website. <laughs> <laughs> in the it beginning, had few, which are great. Right. Well, it had some of my content. You know, I was kind of propensity of the content in the beginning, mm -hmm. but quickly after you know six months, I, I was a minor part of uh, of the content scene as it started to grow into the thousands. You know. Yeah, it's just amazing. I mean, really well done. So, um, so yeah, okay. so folks out there, definitely check out nonprofit.courses. Um, and anything else, Mr. Matt? You got anything else? Matt? You know, um, I, I encourage you to sign up for the, the newsletter piece. Um, yeah. uh, you're going to, I really hope you will get out of it some good information, particularly the, the uh, Monday live events uh, piece that comes out. It shows the next two weeks of live events from any number of our content experts that are out there. Uh, and that's a building list. Um, and uh, Holly, you saw the calendar uh, before. Uh, and it's, uh, even honestly, it surprised me. <laughs> oh, I usually don't look at it in a month clip. I usually look at them as a series. Uh, so yeah, uh, look for that. And uh, also, uh, you know, you get new new course alerts every week. But uh, no, the whole the message is just get out and use it. And by the way, just to be clear, so folks uh, might be asking. So you know, we're how, how does this make money or whatever, right? Yeah. So two ways. Number one, some courses are paid. Mm -hmm. And uh, some of those paid courses uh, have an affiliate link. And so some of the money kind of comes back to the, to the site. And I, I would hope that you would not only get great information on that uh, yourself, but then you know, be willing to, to go through the website to support the website that way. Um, Number two is, uh, and I, I really am going to be cautious with this, but eventually we'll have some advertising from uh, companies who want to see their their service, usually uh, sometimes product, uh, in front of the nonprofit audience. And I'm, I want to treat that with care because I, I know I have a really good um, base of people who have an interest in the content, but also I want to be able to offer this to them for free 
and and that's really the way I'm kind of figured out how to do that. Yeah, I, think, so, I think that's fair, and yeah. thank you for being transparent on that. Um, you know, and, and that's just a way, um, as we mentioned, to access the site, it's totally free. Um, and a yeah. lot of places just to access all of those courses, and I, I would say a majority of them are free that you can take. Yes, there are some paid courses, but you can still access the site, which hosts all of the podcasts, the blog, oh, yeah. et cetera. Um, and, you know, a lot of places that operate like that, they charge a monthly membership just for access to that. Yep. So, yeah, you don't even have to sign up for, I mean, it's not like you're registering to get in or anything. No, yeah. Just go click through and go do. That's right. The idea. So, of course, you know, you need to, to pay for the URL, the domains to put everything up. Like there's there's costs associated with that. So, yeah, there is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think that's, you know, fair enough for, you know, to try to figure out how to fund that and keep it keep it accessible, as you had mentioned uh, before, has hmm. been a really smart way. So, um, yeah, absolutely. That's a good way to support the site. Um, to enroll in some of those courses, or if you are in the nonprofit industry and do have a product or service, you know, maybe talk to Matt, oh. and, you know, how that could be, you know, if that, if it's a good fit, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah I do have criteria uh, for it. I mean, there's uh, no infomercials. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, I mean, you know, people can have their branding on it and that's fine. Mm -hmm. But um, also I don't have, um, uh, content that is uh, like if it's a software company and they're doing how to use my software videos, you don't see that on my site. That's yeah, better. Yeah. Others. And uh, everybody agrees with that. You know, the software companies do too. Uh, there's also, um, gosh, what else? Hit my head and it went out. Uh, but uh, yeah, I have like, you know, I follow the Google and YouTube standards on content appropriateness and all. Uh, and I want to make sure that that's uh, always top of mind with folks. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, um, uh, the idea is to get good, uh, information out. It's education first. Yeah. And that's really what's, uh, what each of these pieces is all about. Awesome. So yeah, you guys definitely go check it out. Nonprofit.courses. And thank you so much again, Matt, for coming on the show. It was great to catch up with you. Oh, Holly, thank you so much, uh, for, uh, for having me. I really, I, I love talking to you and, uh, it's uh, always a lot of fun. Yeah, same here. <laughs> well, you stay safe and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast with Matt Hugs. Uh, once again, for all the show notes and links, go ahead and jump over to grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 168. That is specifically for today's podcast. Just a quick reminder as well, please leave a review on iTunes as it does help other people find the podcast. And if you take a snapshot and send me an email, probably at grantwritingandfunding.com, then you are entered into win a book. Every single month, we're doing this raffle. If you want our free grants formula, which is a mini training on how to write effective grants, jump over to grantwritingandfunding.com. We also have some other free resources there, mini courses and my signature courses the Nonprofit Strategic Planning Master Course, the Grant Writing Master Course, and the Freelance Grant Writing Master Course. Those will suit all of your needs for grant writing and funding. All right, guys, I'll see you next week.